Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Basset. Good morning, Good morning, Uma. Morning, gents. It's actually, I've just realised it's afternoon, but we're just about there, aren't we? How are we all? Fantastic. Look at the morning outside. It's beautiful. Sun's shining and warmth is there and uh-huh. birds chirping. This is a nice time that we do the podcast, isn't it? Sunday afternoon. We're not getting back to work blues yet. No. No. More, that's more Sunday evening. If we did it Sunday evening, we'd be like really depressed. Too, yeah, we? because Monday morning is always a doomsday scenario. Isn't it? it is. Yeah. I wonder if there's an ideal time to do a podcast. I think Friday nights. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Yeah. Have we ever done one on a Friday night? I think we did one. I think we did a Halloween one on a Friday yeah. night. And that we? was good. Oh. That's one of our most listened to episodes. So yeah. Really? I think we should do the Halloween one at Oma's house again. At, yeah. On a Friday night. I like that. I like that. With spirits involved, though, not ghostly spirits. Is that why it was such a good one? Um, Possibly, yeah. Could no, have been. I think it's just the vibe that we, my house was giving off at that time. Very unlikely. Mm. Very unlikely. Okay. Yeah, we, I think, uh, are we going to dress up? Well, when we do the podcast. Yeah, are we going to put costumes on now? I think we should do. It's Halloween, isn't it? For I a podcast. It, po- yeah, why not? How would people know? Was it? Well, it's not for people to know. It's for us to get into the spirit of things. Spirit, uh-huh. see, we do that again. We're just all going to have tablecloths over our heads. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thing. Why? Spirits have tablecloths in there. I've never seen a spirit tablecloth on its head. It's Ikea, isn't it? They, they always have like... Sheets. I think you're mixing spirits Sheets. with Arabs. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now I've got like wicked visions of like an Arab-like ghost. Weird. Okay, <laughs> hopefully the podcast will get better from here. Now, we set a homework last week, which is very new to us. We're trying new things, aren't we? I know, but it, you, I wish you mentioned the word homework, because you know what happens if somebody says homework. You, you know, all your previous lives and schools and colleges and university come uh-huh. rolling back. And you go, oh, no. You still get that butt clench feeling, don't you? Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the excuses start coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, bearing in mind, I'm the only one with a dog, so I'm the only one who can say that the dog ate my homework. Yes. What ate your homework, though? Mm-hmm. The cat. Uh, cats do actually attempt to eat things. So, um, for those of you who didn't listen to last week's, uh, we urge you to go back to that. But it was all about imagination. And one of the homeworks that we set, there's a painting in the Siddiqui studio, well, Dad's spare room. <laughs> and, uh, Uma, do you want to describe what the painting looks like? Yeah, so, I um, mean, we did uh, tweet a picture of it, but I'll describe it. It's just a uh, landscape scene depicting what looks like a forest <coughs> uh, with a path running through the forest. We are not sure whether it's a path and, and or a stream. Or it could be a stream, yeah. yeah. It could be a stream. Uh, I'm more likely to think it's a path because if you look at the trees, they're all copper, which means they are... Uh, uh, it's autumm the season is autumn pitting autumn yeah. yeah 
And I like it because although you've got trees on both sides, it's quite foggy in the distance. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. a lovely picture. Yeah, yeah. So we asked uh, readers to, um, sorry, listeners to write in with their story. So we put the picture on social media so people could have a look at it. And then if they wanted to, to write in their story. We wrote a short story each and we urged uh, listeners to do the same. So, Uma, did you said you were going to read one of them, didn't you? Yeah, uh, one from uh, a contributor. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we had a really good one from uh, Wendy Turner. Thanks, Wendy. Um, so <laughs> she starts the email by saying, this is my offering. People may think that's a picturesque view, but not me. That's the place I dream about in my nightmares when the answer is just in touching distance and then just slips away as I awake. Must be ten years ago now that my best friend and I walked home as usual th- along that path through the trees. I remember the smells and sights of autumn, laughing about what happened in class that day, an ordinary day, and then they found me. The searchers had been out for hours looking for us. Oh, wow. Uh, it was only me they found, alone with no memory, just sitting and staring. They didn't find my best friend, and they still haven't. So that's quite, I mean, that's evoked quite an image for Wendy, isn't it? That yeah, yeah. it is, yeah. That's very powerful, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I think it alludes to what we said last week in our Imagination podcast. Imagination can be anything, isn't it? It's not yeah. con- confined by anything, is well, it? Well, it's a, it's a huge license to do whatever you want to say about it. Yeah. yeah. On the back of that, I've written something quite similar, because obviously I've not read Wendy's, because right. I don't like to read them there and then I like it to be read live. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, how are we going to do with the Halloween ones? Please keep sending the Halloween stories in. We're going to read them on the day, because we want to get the reactions yes. from yeah. them, don't we? Which is uh, pretty great. But yeah, I, I like where the cut of Wendy's jib with regards to that. It's quite good. Right, we'll be ready. Be ready. <clears throat> Bunky Smythe walked down the long winding path through the forest. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never, this is the first time I've ever heard anybody called <laughs> Bunky. Bunky Smythe walked down the long winding path through the forest. The sun was shining through the autumnal leaves, but Bunky couldn't admire the beauty. He couldn't shake the feeling he was being watched by someone or something. His pace was anything but casual as he strode through the forest, his eyes glancing through the leaves. As he he neared the edge of the forest, he could have sworn he heard a voice whistle through the trees. Bunky, 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 don't leave. This made Bunky sprint. He sprinted towards his house. Bunky can't remember why he looked down, but he did and what he saw stopped him in his tracks and turned his stomach. It was a puddle, and in that puddle was his reflection. However, instead of fear on the face of this reflection, was a sinister grin. Bunky felt an ice-cold grip round his ankles, and he felt the hand pull. Oh. The end! Oh, very good, very good, very good, good, good isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do you know why I wrote that? Mm. Because me and I watched a horror film yesterday. Oh, God, I should have known. The whole idea was to imagine that picture, not the horror movie that you saw. But that's got that picture in it. You could imagine walking through that forest. Yeah. yeah I okay. like the puddle, uh, looking in the reflection. Yeah, yeah, reflection, yeah. If you look there, there's mm. like a puddly looking thing. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Bunky. Yeah. Well, do you want to explain the origin of Bunky Smythe? Do you even remember the name yes. Bunky Smythe? I, was it... I made that name up and told you that was the real name of Captain America, wasn't That's it? right, yeah. When I was a little kid, I was making yes. a database on a computer of all, really? the, yes. all the superheroes that I like. And I knew all their names, but I asked Umar about what the name of Captain America was. And Umar just wrote Bunky Smythe. <laughs> I found out later that it wasn't. After How a bunch many of, years ago was this? 
God, that was when you had that really old computer. It wasn't Windows 95. Yeah, so the point I'm making, even at that age, Uma was still, he had weird imagination yeah. even then, didn't he? How yeah. has that name stuck with me when I was about <laughs> five? And how did you believe that that was the name of Captain America? Yeah, I had about seven or eight beatings from kids who said that it wasn't Bunky <laughs> Smith before yeah. I believed them. <laughs> right then, Uma, do you want to read your story then? Uh, yeah, okay. It's written in my head. Okay. On paper. Oh, but can you do it? I've, no, no I, well, I said to Bus that, look, I've not got anything, but I'm going to try and make one on the fly just by looking at it. Yeah. But nothing's coming to mind, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> My mind has gone blank. The only thing I can think of, I'm trying to look out away from the painting, like what's beyond the painting. And the only thing I can think is, like, imagine that you walk down that path and it just opens out into something. But something is like so un- unrelated to that forest, you know? Yeah. Like, like a, a city. Factory yeah, or a factory. Yeah. That's the only thing. And the, what I thought was, is it autumn that's made those uh, leaves orange or is it something else? Yeah. Something yeah. Else. Well, mm. Pollution. Yeah. Yeah. Or the artists run out of the other colours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is why jerks shouldn't look at artwork, really. <laughs> yeah. Because you just ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you referring to me or the jerks? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Speaking of that, do you want to tell us your uh, attempt at a story? Okay. Well, I am sort of similar um, main to what Umar was thinking that I've written it in my head. <laughs> yeah. But don't despair about it. Don't put your hands like that. I have. I mine is. I hope it will be better than Umar. So um, <laughs> 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 there's a factory at the end. Yeah. That's what you're basing yeah. it. Oh, so you hear, until I say that, you will you will be even more amazed. Well. This is exactly uh, my grandfather, God bless his soul. He's been passed away many years now. He used to tell me a story referring to this picture. And he said, this is exactly the way it was. I said, what do you mean this is exactly it was? He said, I have been in that place. Would you believe that? Yeah. And obviously that intrigued me immensely. I said, no, 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 no. He said, no, I have been there. In fact, he described all the little bits in that landscape there, the water, in the puddle, the path, and uh, the um, uh, horse and uh, coaches going through there, Uh um, and people living in distance. It's quite sparse as well, Mm. and there are huts and places in the air. And I said, well, what were you doing there? He said, I will tell you that later on, but listen to me. And he then went through. And I said to him, and he actually gave that time, he said, this is exactly, or there about 110 years ago this happened. That right. threw me even further. Oh, wow. So I thought, what the hell? Anyway, so I said, just as a kid that you were doing, I said, okay, describe to me what is around it. If you're standing in near that uh-huh, puddle, uh-huh. And looking towards me or us, what would you see? What was in that side of the thing? As if you've been there. And straight away, he said, yes, there was a McDonald's in, <laughs> in front of my view. Well, he didn't. Obviously, I made that up. So yeah, I just okay. put that in. No, he said it was vastness of it all. He said that road continues on, mm-hmm. on sort of meandering around all the um, hills and valleys. And there's a vast thing there. And he said it's almost like the end of the world, if you like. That you can't see. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he went on and on. And the final bit was that this was, <laughs> that crater there that you see is uh, an alien uh, craft landed there. And 
he was driving that alien craft. Grand. Granddad, right? Not, not our granddad, your granddad was. Yeah, my granddad. And obviously, he concluded that he's an alien. Wow. Okay. Well, that just blew my mind, and then I just went quiet and never told this story to anyone until now. Yeah. So we're descendants of aliens. Yes. Brilliant. And it's that painting that we got from Poundstretch a few years ago that has led well, to the Wherever it comes from, that, that's by the by, but. Yeah. That's how he described that painting to me. And he was there. And in fact, he was an alien. No, Dad, have you made that all off the top of your head just now? No. A little bit. <laughs> little bit, probably, yeah. Which bit did you start to go off tangent? Uh, the McDonald's bit. Other than that, you were okay with the rest? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, man, that was quite good. good I like how you did that, because you kind of made us believe for a while that that was the case. Obviously, we knew that. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. We saw you buy that painting. But if anyone was listening to you talk right now, they'd believe all of that. Yeah. And then the alien bit. We had a teacher called Mr. Booker. Like a supply teacher would tell his stories, <laughs> and he drew a very fine line the way he told the stories between fact, yeah, and fiction. And that's yes. the mark of a good storyteller, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. even I was listening to that again, yeah, I'd believe this, I'd believe this, I'd <laughs> really? believe this, and then he just hits you with a bang, yeah, that is alien. The idea came to me from um, the TV program called um, Would, would I, I Lie to You? Would I Lie to You? And in there, if you notice, one of the bits is the way somebody comes there and the team has to describe how do they know this person. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's quite a good idea. So that's where the idea came to me. I was like, well, I can, I can do anything really with this, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I can go and, and there are several other options that I've got which I won't bore. No, no, absolutely. I mean, reincarnation is another one that I touched on. Yeah. Because that's what happens sometimes. Well, when you reincarnated, you come back. You remember. Yeah. I, I so that's a, another line that I could have gone. Definitely, yeah. I was going to do one on Circle of Life. I, the original one I wrote it was a bit dull. It's kind of like uh, okay. someone's walking through the path, but <coughs> he's, he's he's aging, and he has memories of when he used to walk there, and they were kind of like pink leaves on there. Yeah. And then they get sprightly and more powerful as they turn into green uh-huh. leaves. And then he sees one tree at the end, yeah. which is like stripped of everything. Yeah. But it's still beautiful, but in a different way. Yeah. And it's all mm-hmm. like a metaphor or symbolism for as you get older uh, your attitude and your physicalities change there's Poss- so much you can do possibilities are endless yeah. I and mean, the other one i thought was somebody recovering from memory loss um you know who, who had a, a long-term memory loss but then they go to this place and all of a sudden things start flooding back that's yeah, a yeah. good one that's really good yeah and let's just not forget that Omar's idea was at the end of the path Factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously, woman. Could he not think anything out? Yeah. The, the, this slight flaw in there because if you compare a factory to yeah. the, and the only, the outstanding uh, mark there is the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there was a road at the end of that factory, yeah. I think the factory at the end of that road. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going crazy. Um, <laughs> that road probably would have been a bit more better. But that's just a dirt part, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing probably is not convincing. Are we going to let Omar off with this though, Dad? I think he should come back next week with like I a think he's better written story. It would be worse. If anything, it would be worse. <laughs> Why? <laughs> now, let's let him off because he writes all the, the no, podcasts yeah, strip, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Brilliant. Now, did you do a news this week? Or I did, did do you... a news, yes. Brilliant. Wow. See, that, that kind of stuff I can do. 
recite something somebody else has written. <laughs> uh, but the news actually would probably be more suited to uh, the Halloween podcast, but I'll read it. I'll go find another scary story for next week. Fab. Schoolgirl baked her granny's ashes in cookies. What <laughs> U.S. The? police are investigating reports that a schoolgirl gave homemade biscuits containing her grandmother's ashes to classmates. Oh, oh dear me. Her fellow students were apparently not aware of the grisly contents, it was reported. Police say the spiked cookies were given to nine students at Da Vinci High School in California. Although they were unsure of how many students were involved in their distribution, the school will not fully comment on the story, saying only that those involved were remorseful in a letter sent out to parents. Uh, the principal added there was no health risk to our campus or to any one of our students. Yeah. One student who gave an interview to a news channel said that a girl revealed to her classmates that the cookies she had given them a fortnight ago had contained her grandmother's ashes. She told me. Afterwards. Mm. Afterwards. Oh, that's brilliant. Why did she do it? It's a, a, I'm just sure a prank. What motive was, yeah. yeah. Prank or yeah. maybe she got confused with the ingredients and. That's a very good story. Now, putting my sustainability hat on here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good way of recycling things in, uh, in the possible world. Yeah, and but it's recycling the, and recycling that. Come on. Yeah, well, well, it is recycled, isn't it? So you yeah. want, look, when you, uh, eventually leave this, uh, this, this plane of existence. Yeah. What, what food would you want to be, uh, your ashes to go into? <laughs> None, but, uh, I'm an alien, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll probably want to study you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> seriously though, why, st- why just stay with human ashes? Why not everything else? When you burn things, they become to ashes, and that means there's, they're almost neutralized out of everything. Yeah, but you can taste it. it. You know, you've eaten like burnt stuff though, haven't you? And it'll taste like No, that. no, no, you, you can do something to remove the taste. You could use that for, uh, Bulking up things, isn't it? If you're making a yeah. bread, yeah, yeah, use most of that and very little mm. of flour. You bulk it up, haven't you? Anything? Well, yeah, but not not in a very nice way. I don't want to even look at you because I think you're really serious about this. I am. You're going to start baking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to trust yeah. when you make when biryani you start next. Start making. Yeah. yeah, but no, when you make your biryani next, I'm going to like double yeah, check well, it. No, we, I've done that. If you find some food that which has been either overcooked or burned, but doesn't have taste, burnt taste. Uh, I just use that again into other things as uh, as 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 sort of bulking up as yeah well. yeah, filling, yeah, yeah. Filler, like filler, filler, filler. yeah yeah it's like when you do DIY projects and you fill something with paper don't you you see yeah. that like cowboy builders doing that with they uh-huh. fill walls with paper instead of what's that other stuff you get you get like the fiberglassy stuff that you yeah put, yeah and I've seen that done before not mm. in any of the work you do Dad of course yeah. no. I mean, if I do use paper, it's a top-class paper. It'd be at least the Guardian <laughs> or the Independent. Excellent, yeah. But good thing about that is I have actually uncovered some newspapers uh, yeah. in the holes. Yeah. And then it's like a time capsule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was that? There was something in the garage, wasn't there, that you had? No, it was uh, one of the houses that we were doing, and I took night to... Uh, yeah, they were blocked the chimney breast. Yeah. And I undid that. Uh. I think it was Beatty Street. I'm sure it was yeah. Beatty Street. And there was a newspaper cutting, and it, I couldn't see, uh, it might have been Telegraph or something, it was local paper, and they were talking about somebody called, um, oh my god, this is really good, I'm not making this one up, this is my imagination, yes. uh, some politician, and her name is similar to a current politician, and they were slating this politician, a woman, uh, that what she's done, I, I can't remember the full story, but it was quite, you know, I, I'm not sure if I kept that somewhere, that cutting. You might have. I remember you showing it me as well. It's yeah. really like coming back to me, but I can't think. 
That's good. Who was the name? Was it Judith somebody? I can't Ju- remember. Julie or Judith. I mean, I don't know many politicians of the... Uh, and I think I did ask you as well, is yeah. that about the current? And you said, no, look at the look at the paper. It was, mm. you know, quite old paper. <laughs> yeah. But there you go. Wow. That's quite interesting, isn't it? I like that idea that um, your time capsule idea that yeah <laughs> gives me a like a, this is where my imagination goes yeah. not paintings but when people say things to me yeah then that gets my brain. I'll away. tell you what my time capsule is. I have made made time capsules. Oh, yeah, your children. In, n- yeah, in uh, this house is now probably no, it still is actually because you will find in certain room yeah ben- uh, beneath a lining paper there's a message on the wall. <gasps> Wow. But um, I'm not going to tell you which room or which wall. That's Banksy-esque, that is, Dad. Well yeah. done. <laughs> so, uh, because I do these weird things, I know in years to come, yeah. I won't be around. Yeah, that's amazing. So, uh, the amount of exposed wall that you've been exposed to, you should do that. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. man. It might be something lame, saying, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. Sign, but you sign your name. Oh, yeah. And date mm-hmm. it. Well, yeah, dated as well, yeah. Fantastic. That's and I good. often have a, a habit of when it's a blank wall, I would probably Google something over calculation. You don't yes, have to work the window size and I would write that down. Yeah, and it's uh, nice. Yeah, work that out. Or if uh, how much skirting board I need here, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. So little calculations on the wall. <laughs> yeah. You will find them. Definitely. Various places. I've seen you I do mean, they're not time capsule, but they're just, you know, use of a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Very good. Okay, good news, good stories. We're not doing your pearls today. Well, that was your pearl. Well, yeah, right, we covered more Fantastic. Than that. Excellent. So, Uma, the to- today's topic is... Living out of a suitcase. So, living out of a suitcase, the whole uh, not living from home thing. Mm-hmm. And this got my brain thinking straight away when I asked Uma what the topic was going to be. Dad, you know that me and Uma are wrestling fans. Yes. Like, we, we make no bones about it. We're big nerds when it comes to wrestling. Uh-huh. We big... break bones about it. <laughs> and uh we I think I have actually broken my ankle once not broken it but sprained it because I did a suplex on me when I was young off the bed yeah. you remember that yeah. my ankle hit the floor my heel Stuff hit the floor we used to do that in that yeah. upstairs yeah. bedroom yeah. I often used to hear crashed and bangs going on upstairs but yeah. I just took it as it's normal you know, kids growing up but the main the main wrestling organisation is WWE isn't it yeah and I always as a kid Used to think, God, man, I'd love their life. I bet it's amazing. WWE, what is that? What is that? World Wrestling Entertainment. Now you'll remember it as WWF. Yes. World Wrestling Federation, but they lost the fight with the World Wildlife Fund, like uh, over the rights. What to physical name. fight? Yeah, the panda versus Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All no, the panda was two black eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, so I used to always think, oh yeah, rest of the life of a wrestler, that would be amazing. But then, as you get older, and obviously you get used to your comforts and everything, yeah, yeah. Uh, you actually look at their schedule, yeah. and it's a horrific schedule, mm-hmm. you know. It really yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just took a print screen of uh, AJ Styles is the current champion. Right. And uh, there was an interview with him the other day, and he was just describing his day. So he works on a Tuesday. His main show that he's on TV is on a Tuesday called Smackdown. And everything revolves around that. So I'll read his debt is is working week Monday to Tuesday Monday to Sunday, uh-huh. but f- remember that Tuesday is the day where he watches yeah. TV is uh, on TV. So Monday, work out at the gym, go over pointers on current feud rivalry, complete interview for WWE.com, get ready to hit the road to whatever city SmackDown is appearing next. Tuesday, arrive in Miami for SmackDown. He didn't say where he went from, but la- uh, so arrive in Miami for SmackDown live. 
cut a promo on current fight that he's doing, put on a good match, catch plane for local live events. Wednesday, first arrive in Austin, Texas for Smackdown live event where he fights some people. Thursday, arrive in New Mexico, get challenged by one of the wrestlers, have a fight there. Friday, first day off in a week at home, take a few calls from some of my bosses. Um work on his work that he does for his show. Saturday, work out at the gym, work on promo, and then Sunday, arrive at South Carolina to start the whole cycle again. So when you stop and think about mm-hmm. that, he's like at home for like a day, mm-hmm. but he's on the phone, and he constantly, and you're not like traveling little, they travel through plane and stuff, yeah, don't yeah. they? And the whole living out of a suitcase couldn't... Yeah, that's really something. It's grueling, like, isn't it? it? I would imagine this is not sustainable. You probably wouldn't mind doing it for a year, a couple of years, but mm, yeah. can you imagine doing it for all of your life? It just yeah. drives you crazy. And, and AJ Styles, he's uh, in his 40s now, isn't he? And he's got a wife and like three kids. Yeah, that's yeah. even yeah. worse, isn't it's it? mad. You mad. must, you got to have an understanding family. Yes. Really. Yeah. Wife in particular. Definitely, yeah. But that's the nature of uh, the entertainment, isn't it? Any kind of job where what you do is required in a number of different places. You're going to yeah. have to live on the road, aren't you? Yeah. Touring. Lots of people touring. touring. Yeah, that's the classic one. And it's not my cup of tea, to be quite honest. No. I don't think it's anybody. I think it's a horrible way to live. Yeah. yeah. If there wasn't the adulation at the end of it, nobody would do that, would they? Well, you've got to, there's got to be some motivation, hasn't there? Yeah. Whether it's the adulation or whether it's money or something like yes. that. Or some people are just wired differently. Some people have different things. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, do you want to hit us with your questions then? So yes. We get some order so, to um, it? I mean, like what you describe us, that is a bit alien, foreign to us, because we've not really done that. But mm. which sneaky has spent most time away from home? And I'm not talking about like university. I'm like, who spent most time in hotels and yeah. that kind of existence? I would say out of all of us at the moment, well, I would have said dad. Yeah, I think traditionally I have been, but obviously yeah. things have changed now. My job has changed yeah. a bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think you're right. In the past, I have spent a lot of time. Well, not a lot of time, I wouldn't say. No, no, it's but... not every case, but every now and again mm-hmm. uh, that I have to go. Again, that was part of the work, you know, attending conferences, yeah. doing meetings and so on. Uh, so, yes. But I would have said, obviously, prior to what I do now, yeah. me and you, I was literally eight, ten years stuck in a classroom, same classroom, day in, day out. The only travelling I did was to and fro from one school. Mm. Back home, yes, and same with you with your hospital. And yes, yeah, yeah. But now, with since in January, since we started this new venture, I'm all over the shop. In in like one year, well, I've been to Skegness on Friday. Yeah, Skegness Friday. Uh, I've been down to Kent. I've been to Southampton. Mm. I've been to Manchester, and I don't. I try and do as many day journeys as I can. Yeah, do. yeah. But then there have been times where I've had to stay overnight just because it's just not feasible yeah. to get back in time. Yeah, the trip to Southampton was awful because I thought I could do it in a day, leave at stupid o'clock in the morning and get to the school at nine o'clock. I like learned very quickly that I'm never going to do this again no. because the traffic just escalates, 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 and it's just not worth it. The stress yeah. and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I think this year is going to be a bit different where I'll be going out and about everywhere. Uh-huh. That's the only reason I do, because uh, drive, driving in the morning to a venue, and uh, if you have, say, if you're speaking there or something, it's devastating. Yeah. So I, for that reason, I would, even if it, the journey is only two hours, I would go there 
Yeah, right, for the night. night. Before. Get a good night's sleep and you're ready for the for the event in the morning. Yeah. Now, Skegness on Friday, when I went to actually do my workshop there, I stayed the night. But this time I went, I just went to do a quick assembly. Like the assembly yeah, was yeah. only about half an hour. Yeah. So I was literally went there, did an assembly, talked to the press, stayed there for about an hour just shaking hands and stuff. It was really nice. And then headed back. I was done afterwards. So yeah. Five hours in the car was no, just horrible. That's it. You couldn't do that on regular basis. No, 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 no. no. Finish you off. Yeah. So mm. I mean, we're lucky in that we we live in the Midlands, aren't we? Because London for us is a doable distance in a day, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But there'll be a lot of places like further north where if you're going to London, you have to spend the time. You have to probably go Absolutely. there the night yeah. before, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 And I think the reason that we don't probably spend as much time overnight is because we're in the Midlands and it's yes. got good access to the big cities, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. I, I think that, that is the big advantage mm. uh, for being in the Midlands. Absolutely, yeah. Really important. But I used to uh, attend some um, NPAG meetings and their idea was to have four meetings within a year. Yeah. And there were two of them were with extremes. Um, yeah, North and South. North and South. And I remember going to, I think, um, never went right up to Edinburgh that way, but Newcastle way that way, yeah, quite a few. And on the other side, it was um, I'm just thinking, um, where is the fer- ferry port? Um, um Portsmouth, Plymouth, 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 yeah, yeah. Plymouth is the one, and uh, they used to use that. And the other used to be two middle ones. Ah, <laughs> oh, right, okay, yeah, Midland, and perhaps just a little bit north. Yeah, uh, lovely. Could we do a job that requires us to spend most of our time in hotels and on the road? See, when I started this thing that I'm doing now with the workshops, I didn't mind the idea of travelling. And I thought there was like a quite a nice romantic angle to it, get to see yeah, the yeah. And I'm still, if I'm honest, I'm still in that phase. Yeah, but I can also see in the back of my mind that this is going to get old very quickly yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Because... Um, I haven't got driving stamina at all. I really <laughs> don't. And I need to work out. Like when you, if you looked at my car at the end of that Skegness journey, there were a couple of Red Bulls <laughs> and Diet Cokes and stuff. Cause I've got to yeah. take so many stops. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in that vicious cycle that if I drink something to keep me awake, mm-hmm. I have to stop soon after because I do the toilet. <laughs> yeah. I got such a like bad mix of like getting to, like tired quickly and having a weak bladder. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Hopefully I'll train myself into getting better at this. No, um, you won't. Do you not? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are two things that come to you, which is nature's way of saying you, you really need better rest. One is the sleep. Yeah. When you're driving. And it's horrendous. Uh, there's nothing that will, um, make you stop that feeling coming towards you. You just, you're overtaken by this, uh, uh, insane desire to go to sleep. It's horrible. And you it? know that if you do, you're going to die. It'll kill you. Yeah. So you have but to stop. So you have to stop. Mm-hmm. And the other one is obviously going to the toilet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't fight that. No. You can't. And I hate roads. Which which road do I hate from yes, the other day? I can't remember. The A17 or something. Like that. I should remember because I want to kick it. Because like you're waiting for the service station. <laughs> there's, there's nothing. And there's nothing. <laughs> I'm like, how can I have gone 40 miles and yeah. there's nothing yeah. on a service In station? that case, by the if you do, do find a little spot somewhere you can pull over and go to the hedge, 
Yeah, I've done that. I've yeah. done that. Yeah. I did that on my way to Southampton. We were stuck in traffic. It wasn't a hedge, though. What else can you do? Yeah, exactly. Was somebody's house. No, it was somebody's kind of garden. Like, it was up like a ramp, but there were loads of roads, yes, like yeah, loads yeah, yeah, of yeah. cars. So there was like a bush there. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't like secluded or anything yes. like that. You just I know. have to so do people it. People like, stay there. Yeah. yeah, see what you're doing. I know. What should you be doing? They get disgusted, don't they? They do. Yeah. But how can I look? I can't help it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the only time it's allowed and it's cute is well, say if you have a baby yeah. or yeah. little child, toddler with you, and then you are holding him up while they're doing their business. That's what it's so allowed. So you could probably get a dummy of a child bustle, yeah, and then have that in the car. Yeah, so you could pretend that you are actually helping little kid. But then, I'm but the, but, but you're you're being. that just if that I get caught doing something <laughs> as weird as that, forget <laughs> it. You can see the headlines now, can't you? I don't want to even like describe what that headline would be. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not. It, it's one of those things. It's quite embarrassing to be quite, even though it's quite natural thing to do. Mm, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, if if you can find a hedge, that's the best way. But otherwise, gotta help you. Gotta help you. Yeah, yeah. But and aside you, from the uh, wanting to have a wee, it's not easy, is it? Um, spending most of your time on the road. I've got a friend who's a rep, and uh, he says that it's not a job that he can do uh, th- th- throughout the year. Yeah, he misses his family. Yeah, that's, a, you know, that's the worst bit because the family bring a lot of restriction and emotions. I remember you. You probably I don't know if you two probably Umar remember. I remember that uh, going me going to uh, so, residential yeah. courses. Oh, Pakistan as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a residential course for yeah. a week, and Raza was only a little then. I think he was probably two or three years, and. Uh, in the morning when I was ready to go, uh, because it was only a week's course, I used to go to, uh, where was it? Oh, God, I can't remember now. Uh, but it was a fair distance, probably three, three, three hours distance. Right, yeah. Uh, so Raza would sit on the stairs and cry his eyes mm-hmm. out, uh, because I was going away. And that used to upset me so yeah, much. It's difficult, isn't it? Leaving in, I used mm-hmm. to leave Monday morning and come back Friday. Mm-hmm. And later on, when I couldn't bear it, I, during the week, I used to uh, come home. Even though it meant that I have to get up early, oh, early doors so to nice. get back. Yeah. But that's yes, so you, when you have family and young children, and Basa, you probably find so much with Amelia. Yeah, back, God, yeah. Just God, yeah. not being there for a night, you, you miss so I do, yeah. She stayed at the, out yesterday night and, yeah. uh, at Mel's sisters because they got the baby. So she was helping with the babysitting and everything. Yeah. And that was horrible. I didn't like that. Remember that week when they both went to Bulgaria as well? Oh, God, yeah. That was good. a wreck that week. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Not easy. It's not for everyone, I don't think. You can't do it. I wonder if you do get desensitized to it. But even then, I don't want to get desensitized no, to it. No, no. Well. It's, it's, it. it's very difficult. And the other one you almost mentioned when I went to Pakistan for about two months because I had to do some work there. And my dad was alive then. Um, and <laughs> it's so funny. I cried all the way to the airport <laughs> thinking about you a lot. And then when I got to the other end and a dad hugged me and he said, it was a good journey. How's the family? And as soon as he mentioned that, I just burst out again in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah. And you were and there in a technical passage. Yeah, right? no, I embarrassed dad so much. He said, what's the matter with you? Grow up for God's sake. No, where's this machine I'm going to look at? <laughs> But uh, some families, I mean, like especially people who their life is on the road, I think they take their families with them, don't they? Yeah. Uh, and I'm thinking about people who, like in the military, have you mm. heard the term military brat? Yeah. yeah. They take their families with them and they get moved from pillar to post and yeah. different schools every yeah. year. That can't be good for you, can it? No. No. 
Yeah, it's that really kind of nomadic existence. Isn't yeah, it? I've met them though, like uh, as in I've had friends who were that, and they turn out like really sociable though. I was going to say, yeah, there could and, be two yeah. two yeah. things about it. It could be good and bad. Yeah. Good in a way that you learn the rest of the world. In, in, there's yes. no better education than actually yeah. going. And, yeah, in uh, seeing these things. And and I think you have to grow up and learn to communicate and start new friendship. In fact, that would be the norm to you. Yeah, like uh, some one criticism I have of us is that I've just been in the same city for my whole life yeah and i'm absolutely fine with my close-knit group of friends and everything yeah but when it comes to having conversations with people that i don't necessarily know i'm not the greatest person at it i'm getting better at it but i think that that if that's ingrained mm. in you at quite an early age and you have no choice but yeah. to like establish new friendships yeah then you're gonna be better at it your friend uh sanj he's a bit of a traveler isn't he he is, but he would, I'd say he's similar to me though. He's kind of like done his bits and pieces yeah. in here and like traveling is what gave him the confidence mm, to yeah. do that. Yeah. I think to actually meet people and just go, you know what? I'm I'd like to socialize with people in a new way. Yes. And it's definitely helped him as he's come out of um, traveling as well. It's strange, isn't it? That mindset that my, the hotel is your home. Yeah, that, that is the case to some people, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah, but if, it, if those people are happy living like that, I suppose you're right. Yeah, we mm. think it's sad because we have come from a different point of view. Mm. Uh, I mean, my brother, your uncle, and he lives in America yeah. quite a lot. It's, yes, it's, it's, it's seen months of, at times things. Yeah, and he's living out of hotel. I don't think he likes it particularly, but no. that's the job. Mm. I remember of jet lag, wouldn't you? Yeah. As well, I just yeah. I I like I know what I'm like. I only feel comfortable in certain rooms, uh-huh. not even certain houses, certain rooms. Certain I have to have room, like yeah, a, yeah mm-hmm. at certain mm-hmm. times, and I think that I'd really, really struggle to relax. Like where did, where was I? I think it was Kent when I went, and I had to stay in a hotel. I thought I can't do this for more than one night. This is horrible. Yeah, yeah, and um, when we do our little goggle box stuff, our little trips to London and everything, yeah. What are you guys like? Because Dad, you're very much like you'll take everything out of your suitcase and hang oh, it yeah, all yeah, away. Yeah. Whereas I don't do that. I like literally just leave it in the suitcase, ready yes. to move on again. Yeah, yeah. Do you live out your suitcase? I literally almost. live out yeah. my suitcase. Yeah, and I do when I go on like a two week holiday. <laughs> Mel gets sick of it. She's like, "Why haven't you put stuff in the actual? They've given you cupboards to put your stuff in." Yeah. I'm just like walking like out different covers, like looking at my underpants in that, in that suitcase <coughs> and looking at my underpants in that suitcase and saying, I hope I get them the right way around. Which ones are the yeah. new ones? Which ones are the old ones? Well, yeah. the idea behind my madness is that it gives you that, um, um, idea that you're going to be here at least a, a day or yeah. week. Yes. Week is obviously a long time, but mm. even the, it just relaxes you in a bit that you're yeah. not, you have to do it, just yeah. adapt it straight yes, away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're like that or your dad? Yeah. I mean, I always think, well, what is the time frame for you to actually take stuff out and put it into cupboards? Maybe overnight, I think it's okay yeah. Yeah. to leave it in the suitcase. Mm-hmm. Well, other time, you wouldn't want to go stay in your hotel for two hours, would you? No, but like, yeah, anything, yeah, anything, yeah. anything longer than overnight, maybe yeah. two nights. I think on two nights, I'll probably say still suitcase. Yeah, you're really? like, a but... week, I would say, yeah, put it in a cupboard. No, I would do it straight away. Yeah. Because it give me that feeling that I am going to be here for a bit. I have noticed that when we've done stuff, yeah. and I always go into... Because we always do the obligatory check each other's room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, say, oh, yeah, yours is nice. It might be nicer. <laughs> and uh, Dad is always... He's, he looks like he's been there for ages. Because he's <laughs> everything up. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Me and you just got like a suitcase in the corner. <laughs> or on a chair or on a table. Yeah. yeah. 
I just feel like it's not my place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like touching you, you know, like the milk and stuff. When they give you the milk yeah. and the teas, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. Because you think really? they'll be charged for yeah. it. No, oh, that's free. I know, but it's just, I feel, I feel like it's not my place to do it. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting better at it. I know. Do you ever, if you ever do it, do you ever wash the, the cup that, or mug that you use? Afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. Yes. Do you? Oh, no. Uh, because some people do. I always do that. Do we wash it? Yeah, wash yeah. it. Yeah. In the bath, in the toilet seat. In the, yeah. Yeah. In the washing yeah. basin. Well, just rinse it and make sure there's no lip marks on the, on You know the they'll clean it again though. That's I know. Same. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. So you wash it before you use it? No, no, no. No, no. After, after, using, after it. using it. Oh, but before I do that, just rinse it with hot water anyway. Right, okay. But, uh, yeah. It's like how when you leave, you always make sure you leave the room as neat as you can do. Yeah, of course. And I know some people don't. They'll just like literally just uh, I, chuck I everything even out. fold the towel that I've used and still put it on the floor mm, yes, that it has been used. Yeah. Yeah. That's good hotel room that etiquette. Is, yeah. I said, no, I just, uh, that's the way I am. You know, there's, uh, sometimes you see this note. Uh, leave the room as you as you would wish to find or something. That's it. Yeah. That's what so it I'm just filing that. Yeah. Uh huh. That's good mentality. Perhaps too much. Folding your towels. Now you see that the issue with folding your towels is someone might mistake it for a clean towel. Well, that's the reason I put it on the floor. Yeah. And slightly yeah. ruffled as well. One of the bits of the corner over overturned, so it means that it has. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I bet someone's been tricked with that. Going that, oh, you do, you just got a nice clean towel. It's falling off the bed here. Well, if it looks back. clean, it must be clean, so they can use it. <laughs> so, what are our first experiences of living away from home? Uh, oh, yours. You, do you want to go with this one? Because yours, I, I'm intrigued to know what university was like for you. Yeah, well, I, no, just university. Before that, I went to spent a week at Harrogate for um, intensive A level training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was my first experience. God, oh, I was so that? sad, aren't they? Really? Yeah, I really missed home. So what? What was that like? Then were you staying in a dorm or something? Yeah, it was. Or? I think it was like an old boarding school. That it was. Do it was um, during um, not during term time, so the school was unoccupied. Yeah. But there were all these kids. Um, but you slowly get used to it, and it's like anything. Every when you're in a situation where everybody's in the same boat, you try and make it easy for for, yeah. for the other people. Yeah. But that was my first experience. But I remember having a really keen sense of this is not my this is not where I live is it yeah it was a really weird feeling yeah you're yeah. always looking forward to getting back home again yeah, yeah that, that's that keeps you going really. mm. Mm. and it's a while before at university it was really a while before I settled in there yes because I didn't have any friends for like the first two months oh what in your course or uh, well anywhere really, and, and then slowly you get start like getting bench partners mm. in the labs and stuff, and that's how you make your friends. But towards the end of the uh, university, it used to kind of feel well. Now this is my home, and then it was sad to leave university. Yeah, you know? it's crazy, isn't it? And it makes me think, living away from home. I think it is a good experience to have. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because it makes you appreciate what's back at home. More. Yeah. yeah. And also this um, business of uh, getting used to the place, that is also true. Because when I went to Pakistan, obviously the first few days was awful. But as the time progresses, I'm thinking, yeah, it's not too bad. And by the time, four or five weeks later, I came back and it was uh, nothing that I, yeah. I didn't miss you lot as yeah. much as I would have done. Of course, oh, because yeah. you would just get... Yeah, just your getting... resilience builds, doesn't it? It's yeah. a yeah. human no nature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's always comfort as well. Living away is like, how easy can I get back? Yeah. 
Like with Pakistan, it must have been difficult because it's quite a job to get back, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Whereas Leeds was like just down to the main one, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's the time factor. Yeah, you're right. But isn't that partly like, oh, if it's that easy to get back, that could almost make you feel more homesick because they're just around the corner. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what they're doing. Mm. Whereas Pakistan, you kind of have to shut yourself off. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. you have no other option. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, like I'm going to sneeze. Excuse me. I'm not going to edit that out. You did that very well. You didn't sneeze into the mic. Uh, I never do. You very rarely sneeze. I don't think any of us really do anything and make noises when we're doing the podcast. Don't jinx it, Basset. Yeah. It's this winter coming and we're going to be. Yeah, he'll get sniffing. cold. He's the worst for a cold. And then he well, passes on. He passes on in this order. Yeah. Me, then you. Yeah. Do you think we should spend more time away from uh, home? Should well, anyone experience living away from their family? Oh, that's a very good question, mm. that is. Um, they, they encourage it at schools, don't they? They try and organise a trip. Like, not next year or the year after. I know sometime in Amelia's junior school life, yeah. primary school life, she'll camp out at the school. They've got a little wood there, and they get tents and they camp out yeah. there. Yeah. And it's to try and build that mm. confidence to stay away from mm. home. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then it gets longer, and then I think sco- the end of primary school, they go for a week somewhere, mm-hmm. or the start of secondary school, yeah. they go for a week. And I think there's something in that, that they, they want you to build that resilience and learn to do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, boarding schools are that. Boarding, That's what it is. Yeah. Their parents deliberately, um, it hurts them, perhaps hurts child as well. Uh, do that, go through that process to give them then independence, confidence. Yeah. Uh, social skills. Social skills. Yeah. And that there is, because that is your eventual life, you will leave the nest yeah. and be out in the big bind world. Ah. So I think that's where that comes from. And I, I, I don't totally agree that it's a good idea. Uh, I don't think I would do that. Would Not you? to the level of boarding school. No. no, I think it's a good idea the way that normal state schools would do it, like a few little snippets. Yes, here, yeah, there and yeah, yeah. Build your confidence in it. And then it's up to you when it comes to university. Mm. Do you think Harrogate made university easy for you, or was that it's possibly? Too... Yeah. Yes, I would say so because mm. it wasn't the first my first experience of living away yeah. from home. Yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, boarding school. I think there's just too much distance in boarding school. Yeah. yeah. You are virtually changing your life because they, if you stayed there all the time, it's likelihood that you will adopt the new way of life and yeah. slowly your previous or your parents are so. Relationship with parents will suffer. I'm yeah, sure I think the rela- yeah you hit the nail on the head. I don't think you'll have that same relationship that you had with your parents. You couldn't have. Yeah. yeah. Or you could have more. I don't know if you miss them. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be different. That's the thing. It'll be it will different be different. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What can people do to stay close despite distance? Ah, very good. So stuff like Skype. Yeah. Phone calls. Uh, us in today's tech with the technologies. Yeah. Mm. You can do, you can do it straight away, yeah. yeah. Phone, it's always mostly been with us, hasn't it? Phones. Like when you go to Spain. Yes. Um, with mom, even just holidays and stuff, it's usually mm. the phone. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think if it was long distance, you need to see the person's face, don't you? Yeah. Mm. I'm trying to think of Amelia, what she's like on Skype. I don't think she's a big fan of Skype. She'll start crying. Yeah. But on WhatsApp, you can video call, can't you? It, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, but yeah, that, that whole video call type video thing. Video call type thing, yes. Yeah. FaceTime. FaceTime, yeah. I remember actually, yeah, you know when we went to Bulgaria? Yeah. And um, Mel, first night, she sent me, uh, she did a voice chat. We did a face yeah, chat. Yeah. 
and Amelia cried because she missed me. Aww. But then I remember, like, literally the next night or the night before, she, like, had plaits in her hair. She was, like, <laughs> eating Doritos and, like, watching, you know, her pink one, yeah. which is her Kindle. Yeah. And, like, uh, uh, I was going, hi, Amelia. She's like, oh, you're right, Daddy. Yeah, you're okay. And then when I went, she went, yeah, okay, see you later, Daddy. Bye. Aww. Oh, God. She's forgotten me already. <laughs> <laughs> I, it didn't, I mean, sometimes those things are, are good, uh, because they reinforce that there is somebody there. Yeah. But sometimes it makes it difficult, more difficult, doesn't it? So yeah. if you do see a glimpse of somebody and then they've got to go, it's like, yeah, well, you you've left it. me all over again, haven't you? Yeah. 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 It's like that bit in, um, Armageddon, where she's what Liv Tyler seeing Bruce Willis, isn't she, on the screen? Yes. When he's about to fly into that asteroid. Yeah. And like, then the screen like goes, doesn't it? She like puts her hand on the screen. Mm. That always really yeah. chokes me up a little bit. Yeah. But I know that. I've never seen the film. It's from that. And I don't want to miss a thing. From the music That's video. That's from the music video, yeah. Which yeah. is like, puts her hand on the TV. I'm like, yeah, because you can see them. Yeah. You kind of oh. want to touch them, don't you, as well. What about long-distance relationships? Can they work? No. I don't think so. No. I don't think that a long-distance relationship can be the same. And then you, cracks will just appear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I bet people have made it work. Yes. And I admire that. But yeah. I guess what if you mean long distance relationship, if you're married and if you've got a family and then you've got to go off and do a few little trips here, there yeah, and everywhere, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't class that as a long distance no. relationship. But if there's like a long period of time, six months to a year where you know that that person's going to be living away yes, yes, and, so and the, and the relationship is new, mm. forget it. Yeah. I mean, the, the example I can give is obviously I have no personal experience of it, but in early days when immigration um, started or immigrants used to come in this country, certainly from uh, Indo Park, that was the case. The man would come on his own and live here for years on end, and then he will go back. It was never a case of calling his wife over. Right. He will go back for a, a year or six months and then come back again and start again. And that was the norm in Asian community. And mm. I would imagine if it was uh, known with the West Indies as well. Uh, what was the, the reason for that then? Well, it's just the um, availability or the cost factors. Right, yeah. 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 Um, because to f- bring your family by house and live here was a big thing. So you had to kind of set, set your store. And also the original idea for immigrants was, oh, I'm only going today to earn some money, enough money, so we can feel comfortable back home, bring that back home yeah, and settle wow. home. That was the initial idea for oh. everybody who came into this country. Wow. So it was never intention to stay here, was it? Never it intention. Originally it wasn't. No. Well, we were talking about people who came in um, mid-40s, late-40s or yeah. early-40s even, yes. certainly 50s. And uh, when we came along, my dad's idea was the same, that we're just going to stay there for a bit. Uh, earn enough money and then come back and yeah. uh, in fact he had that idea in his head throughout his life even <laughs> we were born and we we got married and had our own children he still used to go on about it yeah uh, yeah settling back, home. Come back, settling back yeah. home god and hence the stuff that he did in there and the reason i was in yeah. pakistan with this factory that we were building yes, here yeah. and all that uh, but yeah that's interesting though isn't it because granted obviously saw the pakistan as the home and you have fled not only the home, but the country. Yes. But home is home, isn't it? Yeah. And it all ties back to, like, where is it that we can live? Exactly. Mm. Well, to you, this is home now. Yeah. If I was to say, oh, let's go, not let's go back home, let's say, let's go to Spain and live there forever. 
you would you wouldn't like that because this is your home. Yeah. Yeah. And I know people who have done that, moved to yeah. Spain and, yeah. and set up. Yeah. It must be if you do when the family is very young, then that is okay. <laughs> yeah. But as the yeah. children grow up and when it's the school age, soon as they start making friends and things mm. like that is their life. Mm. It becomes extremely difficult. Yeah. And I've heard people come back to this country when school's about to start because the school system here is really yeah. good. So yeah. it's uh, an interesting one. Yes. Uh, nowadays, I think you get more like, what do they call <clears> those people? Something tourists who only come for a not be, is it benefits tourists? Yeah, there's mental yeah. health tourists. Yeah, but I can see the world becoming more like that when travel becomes easier. If I'll go to a country to do this thing, I'll go to another country to do this thing. Yeah, because it doesn't take time. It doesn't take long to set up a, a life. It's, yeah, but in reality, it doesn't happen. That's the, our case is classic one. Yeah, that you no matter how hard you try, and I've seen other people, not necessarily. European people as well, a lot of people coming from Europe, Poland, etc., etc., perhaps the same idea, um, you know, become rich yeah. reasonably uh, quickly, yeah. and then have used that wealth back home, which is a very um, sober idea, to be quite and very commendable, if yeah. that's what you yes, that's what you want to do, but in reality it doesn't happen. You know, in the, in the times when you guys were moving over, was there another alternative country as well? That other uh, other immigrants were going to, like I know Canada is one that you that, that yeah. has pockets of different uh, ethnicities yeah. moving there. Yeah. Was there anywhere in the Asian community? Well, it's, it, it it is complex. The easiest one was Britain because Britain being um, or India and Pakistan being part of the Commonwealth, right? Yes. That made it easier, and yeah. uh, it, it wasn't free for all. Even then, you still had to apply. And yeah, get, but you had a special relationship. Whereas yeah. if he wanted to go to America at that time, which was a foreign country, it would be very extreme, right. extremely difficult, or any, anywhere else in Europe yes. for that matter. But Britain has special relationship through Commonwealth, yeah. and I think Canada, because Canada was part of Commonwealth, so uh, travel between the countries who were in Commonwealth got yeah. was a little easier, easier, yeah. easier. Yeah, and also can Canadian were very inviting. So were the Britain. Yeah. So it's that as well. You weigh yeah. all these things up and say, yeah, that's the... And the Britain, fortunately or unfortunately, well, you know, you, you got to take a pride in the fact that Britain is still classed as a country to be. Yeah. You know, it's probably... It's um, its own worst enemy when it comes to that way, that we are so laid back and the way of life is amazing. You know, there's a... Security, your health, everything. Yeah. So it's very inviting. Mm. Yeah, it's got a lot of uh, selling points, doesn't oh, it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been oversold, didn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> the problem. Yeah. But was there always that? Was there that issue then, back then, that oh, there's too many coming? Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, you probably you can't remember if you look at the archive um, newsreels and stuff like that. You will see they were. There were agitations against Asians coming, and all foreigners were treated quite poorly. Yeah, and obviously, slowly things started to change. Um, the sort of uh, the immigration laws came in, and also, what's the other one? Um, discrimination. Mm. Uh, those uh, regulations start to come in. But it doesn't happen overnight, does it? No, it doesn't happen. Um, it's just a human reaction. I don't uh, blame anybody if you were in in on this, which must seem quite a strange thing as well. Yeah, all these people coming from other countries, we are, they're aliens mm. in in true terms of the 
definition. Yeah. The alien. They look different, they behave different, they speak mm. different language, the ways are different. So it's only natural. Yeah. I think to react to that. I think there is, yeah. <laughs> and I think we, what you have to appreciate <laughs> is that you have to give people time and have empathy for that as well. Yeah. I mean, you like to think now with social media and the way the world works now, it's not the first time it's been done in this country that you'd be a little bit more used to it. By yeah. the time when you did it, it must have been quite a little pioneer. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Built the railroads, as they say, yeah. <laughs> built the railroads. Yeah. Some fascinating stories of uh, like how people have migrated, done something. I mean, like you look at like the Chinese in, in the America, yeah. what they did laid all the rails yeah. and the idea was for them was to go back but then they brought all their families over yeah it's just fascinating when you start looking at that little aspect of human, mm, human movement and uh, uh, america is built on immigration isn't it the yeah. people who were sort of shipped from here to there and so on and so forth irish community they irish, are another one they the have a lot of uh, uh, movement uh, in mass movement in mm. yeah uh, kind of straight off a bit, but that, that was yeah, it's an interesting thing to talk yeah, about. Absolutely. That is, what can mm-hmm. hotels and other establishments do to make people feel more at home? And I think these things, like having like cupboards where you can hang your stuff, and it, it all helps in making you feel a bit more at home, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. They do everything they can to for you not to feel like a stranger. I think, yeah. don't yeah. they? Yeah. And I think the fact that they've got bars and places you can hang out, so you, because everyone is there. Is feeling the same, aren't they? They're feeling yeah. a little bit yes. uh, out of touch, out of sync with who they're normally with. Mm. So it's, it's nice to know that you can go into this place. Yeah, yeah. I think emphasis ought more more emphasis ought to be on what's not in the room. The room is just a place to put your head down, you know, put your clothes and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be, but there should be more activities outside the room, mm. so you can. It's not when we come in your own house. You don't go to house yeah. and stay in your bedroom, do you? No. You get changed. You you go downstairs. You watch TV. You do a bit of gardening, mm. whatever. Uh, I think that sort of uh, uh, we need to be. I know it's not easy. No, I think you're right. Like the yeah. hotel we went to in Cost uh, not so long ago last year. Feels like a year now. Um, that was good for that because it had lots of like little loungy areas where you yeah. could sit and watch TV and mm. stuff. Out in the hotel. So obviously they had like your rooms and stuff and they were nice. They had the yes. swimming pools and all that stuff. Yeah. They're nice little bean baggy areas and yeah. stuff. And it just yeah. breaks it all up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but what about making it really homely? Giving people work to do. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you you dinner you you've eaten your dinner or have we cooked it for you? Or even you can get them to cook. You know, what would you like? Oh, yeah. and, um, beans and toast. Well, there is... <laughs> help yourself. Knock yourself yeah, out. help yourself. <laughs> oh, and then wash the pasta afterward. Yeah. So that probably be a bit more homely, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It doesn't necessarily have to be entertaining, uh, because that's what we do at home. Yeah, yeah, some people want to be kept busy, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. That is their idea of a holiday. You can imagine, like, getting to a hotel room and the bed is in, like, it's in boxes, it's like flat power boxes, <laughs> make yourself... Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But God, and man. There is a, in the corner, there's the, the paint, the tin of paint there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, get that done. Yeah. Whatever colour scheme you want, yeah, mm. just paint it. But I, I'm sure there is a between area, the people, the hotels design these things to let you do something. Yeah. Dad, all I could say is the TripAdvisor review for Sid's hotel. <laughs> they wouldn't be good. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't knock it until you try. <laughs> so there's some good ideas for you hoteliers, hotel, hoteliers, yeah. hoteliers uh, yeah. out there. <laughs> make you sh- make Free of charge. Uh, make it yourself hotel. I like that. 
Yeah. But I mean, some people, they go to a hotel because they don't want it to be like home. Yeah. And yeah, I can say, understand that as well. Yeah. Can you imagine think... a review saying, well, it was exactly like my house? <laughs> <laughs> they might not like that. Yeah. For long term, probably. Mm. If you, if you're, uh, do you remember, um, um, watching, um, what's his name? Oh my God. Reginald. No, no, the, um, just sorry, no, carry on. I'll, I'll think we'll come of it. Come back to, back yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah. What did we always forget to pack? Or Charges. Toothbrush. <laughs> toothbrush. Yeah. Sh- shaver. Yeah. yeah. And toothbrush. I'm all right with. My, it's usually digital stuff with is me, it? and I burn when I forget digital. And that's a new stuff. thing, isn't it? Yeah. That's, a that's new probably thing you have to remember. Forget, yeah. Yeah. Toothbrush. Yeah. Toothbrush. I always uh, forget to pack uh, contact lens fluid. Yeah. yeah. I always rush out to the chemist. Get contact lens fluid. Either that or I'm b- uh, barred from taking contact lens yeah. fluid onto the plane. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing, isn't it? Mm. The thing that I commonly forget sometimes, which you normally don't use, and I'll be honest with you, and going to a war ceremony, what do you normally don't have? Comb. No? You, bow tie. Right, yeah. Bow yeah, tie yeah. or cufflinks. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. A number of times I ended up buying bow ties. If you go into my drawers, you probably find about 15 different Better, okay, it's not that I've got some sort of fetish. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I forget. It's have one you, of those things that you normally don't. Have you got one of those Frank Butcher um, bow ties where when you spins press it, around. it spins around? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> mm. But, uh, okay, um, I know we didn't do Sid's Pearls, but I think we're going to ask Dad for some advice here. What, Dad, don't we have to take with us? What do we not have to take with us? I'm never sure about this. We shouldn't have to take any soap, should we? No. no. Toothpaste? We should take toothpaste, shouldn't we? Yeah, we should take toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why soap? But not toothpaste. But not toothpaste. It would be difficult to dispense, wouldn't it? I suppose they could have a dispenser, but then everybody has a different choice for a toothpaste. Yeah. But the soap isn't a dispenser, is it? You still get the bars, don't you? You still get bars, and yeah. you also have a dispenser. But in the shower yeah. area, there's a dispenser. Yeah. There's an abundance of riches when it comes to the soap side of it, but nothing mm. on the toothpaste side of it. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. They, could, they could have a little tube, tiny tube, yeah. couldn't they? But then you're wasting. And see, don't forget, again, these, these days, people are looking at ways to reduce the waste. Yeah. Uh, because the, those little bottles they do with the shampoos and stuff, yeah. uh, they're usually two per room if it's a double room, isn't it? Mm. So what people do, use a little <clears throat> bit and bring the other one uh, back home. Yeah. So they must be losing hell of a lot. That's the reason dispensers came in. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and is it almost like you're more likely to use toothpaste? No, you'd use soap as well, wouldn't you? I'm trying to think why they wouldn't do toothpaste. Because they don't. Mm. They don't do that. That always throws me. That's one thing that really yeah. throws me. Take because, toothpaste. Yeah. But then where do you stop? If you're not taking toothpaste, chances are you've not taken the toothbrush because those two things together. If you if you have not forgotten the toothbrush, yeah. no, but, then you will not forget the toothbrush. But the toothbrush either. is personal to you, isn't it? You use that to touch yeah, your yeah. teeth. I can understand yeah. why they wouldn't provide a toothbrush. Yeah, because it's not a single use item, is it? No. Toothbrush. I not said that they could do that. They come in pre-packed. In fact, some people used to, not anymore. Uh, do you know if you go to um, uh, what's this called uh, business class uh, plane? Mm. They give you a pack. And in there you have a toothbrush yeah. and a paste. Have you been business class? Yeah. You get when did you go business class? Uh, once or twice. Oh, <laughs> look at that now. Yeah. Why? Just that's so business class. Describe <laughs> business class to dad. No, 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 no. <laughs> they give you a hot towel as well, don't they? I've never figured that out. Why do they always give you a hot towel in um, business they class? Well, to wash yourself. 
Yeah, it's like it's warm, isn't it? Warm well, and wet. The economy they don't give you, so mm-hmm. you just feel. No, but yeah, exactly. Well, that's the that's the difference. That's why you pay a bit more money. Well, not quite a bit, quite a bit more. Yeah, nearly twice as much. What do we always bring but never need? Extra clothes. Yeah, yeah. God, madness yeah. of clothes. It's a built-in thing. You even if you go for a night, you add more than what you ever yes. need. God, yeah. Yeah. My excuse is that you must pack extra shirt. Yeah. Well, shirt's the one that can go drop um, ketchup on yeah, it. Or something. Yeah. yeah. But why would you need, you know, seven t-shirts? Yeah, it's madness. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You do, and then you buy some extra just for the journey as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I always have to do like. Quick shop before I go. Anyway, yes, yeah. unless you you really got to do something which will uh, require a lot of uh, concentration, focus, and you you're stressed about it, then I can understand having a, having a million, yeah, yeah, <laughs> extra things. Absolutely. Will hotels launder your own clothes for you? I think yeah, if you're there long enough, won't they? They must do. <coughs> it's it's um, not cheap, but I think they, they would probably they would. I would imagine. Yeah. Or you could take it to the local to the laundry. I love your next question, Emma. Best part of staying. Best part of staying in a hotel. Yeah, what is the best part of staying in a hotel? The food. The food. Yeah. The the breakfast the in breakfast. particular. The bre- I always, always look forward to the yeah. breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I don't care much about the lunch or the dinner. No, 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 no. Because no, no. you'll go out for that, won't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. But the breakfast, God, oh. the breakfast. Yeah. In every and hotel. For me, actually, it's anticipation before you go there, even though you've seen the pictures of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Unless you have been there before. Yeah. It's the and what the room will be like. What sort of. You know what the bathroom will be. You like. do. You like it's, that, it, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And the hanging thing, the the cupboard was. Are there enough hangers in there? Oh, yeah. God. yeah, I don't look at that. Yeah. But like even Premier Inns, this isn't like the ones that we've been to in London. The, the Premier Inns are like that as well. I like. I like the rooms. Yeah. They're nice. Yeah. I see you like the rooms. One of my favourite days is uh, of the year is when me and Mel go to the London Marathon, mm. where we go and look at the hotel because yeah. it's like a nice little humble chill out hotel. It's quite nice, and we get to like just chill out there. Yeah. Oh. It, it still has that appeal, that feeling, that feel good factor. Yeah. Even though you might be totally disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. But you still, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. Have you ever gone downstairs and say, "What the hell are you giving me? I don't want that room." Have you done no, that? never. No. I don't. I, I did never. that one. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I ended up in a room and there was no windows. Would you believe? What? Ooh. There was well, there was a window, but it was window was like a sky window looking up. Uh. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be eight foot tall to be able to even get there and oh. see this mm. thing. Yeah. How long would you have had to have been there for? Uh, I think it was only overnight, I think, or two night maybe. It was still yeah. at some point. And then did, did they check the it for you? Yeah, yeah. Wicked, Dad. Well done. I've never done that. And so you marched downstairs and said there's no wind in this room or what? And I you said, were... well, well, no, I'd, I'd like to see what's outside at least, you know. When I get out of my bed and see, you know, yeah. the world hasn't ended. What, what what view did you have after that then? Because they might no, they were all right, yeah. They might have been arsy with you, and then you open the window and it's like a wall. <laughs> you know, because some, <laughs> sometimes you get the back of the hotel, don't yes, you? Yeah, yeah. Just no, but the, the definition wasn't of the window, or at least definition was that I need a bit of light coming, or, light, right, yes, or yes, that yeah. I can see outside. Yeah. Did they then just put you in like a big glass box and go, right, you want light? You can we'll give you light. 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 Yeah. Everybody looking at you. Yeah. Here's a fish You've bottle. You've got no privacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, breakfast. I like breakfast. Uh, because that, that is something that you will have at the hotel. Yeah. And every hotel has got uh, their own take on breakfast. Yeah, yeah. There's always like something a bit extra. Yeah. Like the last one we stayed in, he did these nice, um, potatoes. 
for breakfast. Did you yeah. have that? I you don't know that. No. I I stick to yeah, my. Well, that's an unusual twist. I stick to my seven different kinds of egg when I when I have it. Mm, yeah. There's a boil, the scramble, yeah. there's poached, there's omelette. Yeah. I'm sure there's a fried. Yeah, five different eggs you can have at, at mm. breakfast. That's madness. The good thing about a buffet bread, or even yeah, when they bring it to you, that you can, you could be vegetarian, you could be vegan, you could be whatever. But on that day, you're willing to try everything. Aren't you, you are, yeah. yeah. Somehow you your brain says, you know, you're not going to get this chance again ever. Yeah. You do that. There's no do. way you're going to have a No, it is all of... It's us three. I don't think it's a general thing. I think I see did. some people just sit there uh, eating uh, grapefruit. I go, what are you yeah. doing? They're yeah. cool, aren't they? No, no, no. <laughs> have you noticed there is an option, obviously. You can either have a cooked breakfast or you can just have cereal. Yeah. Or you could have a European one. What's this called? Continental. Continental, Continental yeah. yeah. Uh, or you can have that. And have you ever ended up having all three? Yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> that's the big one. That's If you have the full English, that's yeah. everything, isn't it, basically? Uh, yeah, but the, then... Continental is something else, you know, yeah. there's different cheeses, different meats there yeah. you can try. One thing that bugs me about Mel is how she rushes breakfast as well. I go, we could be here for the next two hours I know. Yeah. and just keep eating different stuff. I think the idea is that going there, you're the first person to arrive, you know, and say, to leave. yeah, and your breakfast between eight and nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make and then the lunch after, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I have virtually actually made myself physically ill by overeating. Yes, just, yeah. it's in the genes, isn't it? If it's there and you're allowed to keep eating it, then just go yeah, for it. Yeah, but then that's spoiled for the rest of the day because, you know, when you go to the conference, big park or something, there's a huge <laughs> lunch there. So you look yeah. at that. And not only that, as soon as 9 o'clock arrival registration, the biscuits, there are, yeah. there are little um, uh, cakes and things. So mm. you will eat those as well because you God, have to, yeah. yeah. It's an obligation, isn't it? Dangerous game, isn't it? But I think it's a testament to how infrequently we use hotels in that the way that we see <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. No, I think it's everybody does that. The regulars are worse. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's yeah. the highlight of their yeah. day, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The regulars probably take stuff back to their room, don't they? Yeah. They probably do, actually. They live, yeah. they're living from their suitcases. Uh, so that's the best part, worst part of staying in a hotel. I don't like I the way we... everything is tucked in yeah. and folded. Yeah, I hate that. Nobody does. I, nobody I, lives I, like I, that yeah. at home. And number of cushions you have. Yeah. Yeah. It's that unnecessary is thing. That? You've got a million cushions that you've got to dislodge first. Yeah. Yeah. To make some room for your pillows to be there. Yeah. You've got like duvets, you've got sheets, and then you've got something over all of that that's tucked in yeah. as well. Yes. And it's not like not tucked in a little bit. You've got to like really put some where effort in. Where did we go the other day where actually there was a level of comfort on the pillows, wasn't it? Oh God, yeah, that was weird, what was that? Uh, Buzz, you went somewhere, didn't you, where they got pillow menu? Oh, pillow yeah, menu, pillow menu, yeah. that's it, yeah. Yeah. God, that was weird. Weird. So, we watched that program, didn't we? Uh, the la- Life be- Beyond the Lobby. Yeah. Yeah, about hotels. And that's it. No, so uh, we didn't go to it. We saw we the saw pillow that. menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Pillow menu. But anything that isn't to do with food, it irritates me about hotels. The views are never good either, are they? Really? No. Doesn't matter where you are. That's the problem, isn't it? Unless it's in the countryside somewhere, yeah. the views are just you know. No, I like city the center. city views. I, li- I like the hustle in London. And hustle. It's yeah. not too bad yeah. because yeah. wherever you look, it's 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 nice. But oh. yeah, Luton, no way. We're <laughs> <laughs> usually right next to the airport, isn't okay. it? Uh, has anyone used the safe or trouser press? I wouldn't even know what a trouser <laughs> press is. Where's the trouser press? Uh, you, you see, you'll see in the cupboard, uh, it's usually next to the iron, hung up. It's just like a 
looks like an ironing board, but a solid, made more solid. Well, right. it's got top, hasn't it? It's got top, yeah. It's like a lid on it, that you put it down and then it just... Do they work? I think so. Mm. But I think they've removed them now because they realise that it's, it's, it's a bit of a flap. So. Because does that mean that you can only press trousers, you can't press shirt? Trousers. Trousers press, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. So it's useless. Well, it's in the shape of trousers, isn't it? Well, it is useless, though, for anything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your shirt press. Unless you want your shirt in the shape of trousers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I don't think anyone would. So do you think you could press more things, people will use it? Yeah, pressy press. Ordinary iron with the ironing board is fine. This is what irritates me, though, because we still pack a travel iron. Because we're not confident that the hotel we're going to stay in is going yeah, to have a Yeah, it's but these are the things. That, it depends. If it's a two-star, perhaps it may not be. <laughs> That's one, but it's one of the questions you wouldn't ask. You know when you're looking at holiday brochure, yeah, where so you're going to go? When you're booking a two-star hotel, that is taken, that you won't have any hour. In fact, you'll be lucky to have bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's two-star. What about one-star? What's, what's oh, a one-star? I've never stayed in a one-star. One-star is still state of being built. Yeah, that's yes. your that's your <laughs> idea of a hotel. One-star is uh, the illusion of a hotel. You're just actually in a car park in your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about the safe? Yeah, we use valuables. No, we use the safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I say we use the safe. When you're going for like two weeks or something like that, like a family holiday, yes, yes, you will. All your euros go there. It's the passport, isn't it? Yeah, of course. That's the the most important. Because anything goes. If it's not out the safe, anything goes. Yes. Mel did lose some earrings and she didn't put them in the safe and she was blaming herself for not putting them in the safe. And I go, well, you can't blame yourself. We've got to find out who took them. And she goes, no, it's just kind of like the nature of it. <coughs> yeah. You're never going to get them back. Yeah. The safe, I suppose, is to the hotel saying, we've got disreputable cleaners. If you don't put it in the safe, they'll nab it. Yeah. Yeah. Because who else is going to go into your room to nick something? Do you but know, this is, it. It. this is quite interesting. Um, the number of times I've stayed in a hotel and you sort of implicitly trust the cleaners. Yeah. Because I've left my wallet there. I've left my chain. You're not going to carry everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I even left a phone there. Thinking it's secure, but is it? No, no. No, the safe is safe. Oh, the safe is safe, but leaving things on there. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not. I mean, the thing is, you don't want to be put in a situation where you have to question the integrity of the staff. So you just put it in the safe. Yeah, but it's yeah. just human nature, isn't it? They, they are human. Even though, what if? And if there is no comeback because you have put it in the safe, they have no obligation. Yeah. Then it's free for all. Yeah, I would think. How can someone who makes such nice, like origami towel swans? Take your phone though, that's the thing, you just can't make the connection between Well, they the might two. not take, they might look at it, they might peek at it if yeah. you haven't got a lock on it. Mm-hmm. Or what yeah. about your laptop? You could be working on something. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to pack all that lot into a the safe. Into the safe. Valid point, yeah. Laptops, you can't, can you? No. That's a point, yeah. It's a point. Well, it worries mm-hmm. me so much. Mm. I suppose it's for things like valuables, passports. Yeah. Mm. Uh, somebody told me, I don't know if it's true. Um, the guy didn't trust a safe in his hotel room, so he took his passport with him to the beach, <coughs> and somebody nicked it. Idiot! Why would you nick a passport though? Because it's um, valuable to some people. They can do things and change it. I mean, they, changing identity is nothing. Yeah, so changing your true. passport would probably be dead easy. Yeah, true. Don't get me started on passports. No. The sooner we can go to biometrics, the better, really. I don't just know, turn you, up and you go look and you go, yeah, that's you. And then you just go on to the yeah. plane. They I, do that, don't they? The biometrics. There is in, in certain stuff, but not in oh. hotels and stuff. Not, not in passports, like planes. Well, it's East Midland. You, if you have that, you still have to, there's a security guy standing there or two or three. 
uh, how do you do that? It's still early days, I think. Yeah. yeah. There is that body scanner that you can walk through now. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Right. Life on the road. Yeah. Not so for everybody. That name sorry come to me. Um it's done again. <laughs> <laughs> well done, <Dad. laughs> no, knowing you, knowing me, what's it there? Alan, Alan, Alan Partridge, yeah. yeah. He yeah. has a stint where he lives in a hotel. Yeah, while he's doing yes, yeah, he does. Oh, that's so funny that's that really. he lives there. The they hate is, him in that, yeah. The plates yes. that he brought his own, brings his own plates yeah. because the one at the hotel are a bit too small. <laughs> He's that, lucky. I think that show made Travelodge the most depressing place. I know, yeah. The way they make it look. <laughs> yeah. Like, God, this is the end I of know, the world, isn't the it? Staff, the staff, yeah. the, everything about it. They've all got like you? painted smiles on, aren't they? Because they can't stand him as well, can they? Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Right, okay, so uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, thank you for getting involved in our stories. Can we please encourage people to still send their Halloween stories through um, because we want to spend the Halloween episode. Is that next week? That'll be next week, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to read a couple that we've got, but then mm. any stories that we think are worthy of being read out, the scarier the better, please. And we're going to do it at Oma's house because it looks a bit more spooky. Yeah, yeah. And we will be actually wearing costume, which which we can visualize for you as it as it were okay. uh, by description. By description, you, yeah. I wonder how good a liar you're going to be next week, honestly. Me, yeah. liar. Can I have a, a couple of ground rules? No lycra okay. costumes. Right, that's it. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a good rule. It's a good rule. Fantastic. On that disgusting note, thank you very much for listening, and we shall see you next week. Bye. So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is the GB at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast, and that can only be done through a review. So if you guys could review us, five star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Bassett Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.